I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we're Frangela. You know what you need in your life? Hmm. The Final Word Podcast. Yes, you do. That's right. It is the final word on all things political and pop cultural. Where we make real news real funny. Where we inspire you so you can hashtag resist. Subscribe and get a new episode of the Final Word Podcast each week. It's the news we think you need to hear. That's right. We think you need to hear it. Okay. Yeah, it's what we say so. That's right. And because all we do is give, every Thursday you can listen to our hysterical podcast, Idiot of the Week. We round up the stupid because you know what? Somebody has to. Okay. All we do is give. They might be giants that have been on the road for too long. Too long. And they might be giants aren't even sorry. Not even sorry. And audiences like the shows too much. Too much. And now they might be giants are playing their breakthrough album, Flood. All of it. And they still have time for other songs. They're fooling around. Who can stop They Might Be Giants and their liberal rock agenda? Who? No one. This ad was paid for with somebody else's money. Muller She Wrote is brought to you by our listeners and their generous monthly contributions. For as little as $1 per month, you can get VIP access to all of our bonus content, including our weekly newsletter, Muller She Wrote merchandise, and ad-free episodes. We donate part of the proceeds to progressive candidates down to impeach Trump and flip Congress blue, so please help us make this podcast and make history by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and clicking on subscribe. This podcast contains explicit language. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That's what he said. That's what I said. That's obviously what our position is. I'm not aware of uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I did not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Hello, welcome to Muller She Wrote. I'm A.G. With me, as always, is Jordan Coburn. Hello. And Jaleesa Johnson. Hey. So as you guys know, I go by A.G. because I'm a government employee. I need to keep my identity separate from my politics. And recently, I've been getting a lot of very concerned messages from listeners pointing out a very obvious clue to my real name on the Internet. And I'm here to tell you thank you so much for your concern. But don't worry. Uh, I'm aware of it. It's not a violation of the Hatch Act. And that's also not my real name. So... Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> so please follow us on Twitter and Insta at Muller She Wrote. We're we're over two thousand followers, guys. So we're twenty percent on the way to our goal of ten thousand followers. Woo! When which I will personally buy someone a PlayStation Four. Hashtag PlayStation. <laughs> uh, we need as many likes on Facebook. So find us there and like us there too, if you would. We will thank you kindly. This week, Jordan's going to be covering a wonderful fellow for us named Dana Rohrabacher. Rohrabacher. He's been up yeah. and, and down. I think we reported on him last week because he was at the Vesselnet Sky. Uh, was at his confirmation or not his election, whatever that shit is when you yeah, win. He inauguration. And uh, and uh, so Jaleesa also has a report for us, and that's on the differences between Mueller and Trump. Two mm-hmm. rich dudes, 
what happened? Um, <laughs> That's a good question, yes. <laughs> a fork in the road. And, we're going to uh, get to the bottom of it, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we're totally going to. And so that's really awesome. It's a wonderful uh, article shared with us this week by at uh, Scott C. McGinnis on Twitter. So we look forward to that. Today we have some very special guests, you guys, from a sister podcast on Podbean, the Cult Podcast, which I love. Ooh. You can find them on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. Like them, follow them, all that. We have Paige Wesley. Welcome, Paige. Hi. Hey. Hello. And Armando Torres. How are you guys? Hello. I'm good. How Hello. are you, Paige? I'm, I'm good as well. Thank you. You guys know each other. Yes. <laughs> Because right before this, you guys recorded Cult Podcast, and then before that, I was here with Robert Timothy recording Science Science Faction. This is intense. This house is. We've literally just switched seats. (laughs) Musical chairs did. Well, I've been I've been a big fan of your guys' podcast. I hope you got my fan letters telling you uh, (laughs) fucking hearts and all that. Uh, (laughs) You are not John Spurlock. (laughs) Only on the internet. (laughs) You sir are no John Spurlock. All right, guys, I know I say this every week, but this has been a crazy week in news. <laughs> Fruits of this investigation are starting to drop, and monkeys are picking it up and eating it and getting drunk. Um, if you guys ever watched that David Attenborough special yes. on the Okavango Basin, one of my favorites. Um, anyway, side podcast. Anyway, th- these indictments are coming out now at like a, f- a fierce pace, and, and so we've got all these felony charges. I have a feeling they aren't going to slow down for a while either. So hang on to your seats. Make sure, you know, go back. Start, listen from one again. Listen from the first indictments. It'll, I think it'll give you a nice framing of how this whole thing is, has unfolded. Um, but we have a lot to get to this week, so let's jump right in with just the facts. All right, on Monday, CNN reported that Jared Kushner is being investigated for his finances and his meeting with Sergei Gorkov, among other things. Uh, Mueller is now looking beyond Kushner's Russia contacts, that was what he was initially being looked at for, and into his efforts to obtain financing for his uh, 666 Fifth Avenue property. Which, how evil yeah, is I that know. <laughs> so good. I sent that to my mom when I saw it, and I was like, I think Kushner might be the Antichrist. Oh, yeah. So, mm-hmm. heads up. Mm-hmm. It would explain a lot for yeah, sure. Right? He had to pick that. He had to pick that number, yeah. right? That's, I bet he did. And yeah. Actually, uh, at those properties, you do get to choose your numbers. Uh, so that's well, the guy whose last name involves Kush had to get the sickest number. Oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you guys are dorks. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, he's looking beyond that into his finances from Chinese and Qatari investors. Uh, also, uh, Mueller is scrutinizing a meeting Kushner had with Gorkov, Sergei Gorkov, a Russian financier. Uh, Flynn attended some of those meetings, and since he's cooperating with the investigation, I speculate that some of Flynn's proffer has led to this line of inquiry. Yes. On Tuesday, Mueller indicted a guy named Vanderswan. I've been calling him VDZ. Um, I don't know, it just sounds like an STD to me. Or like oh, Dragon yeah. Ball Z or something. something. Yeah. <laughs> it's just way cooler uh, than his name. He's the son-in-law of a Russian oligarch named Herman Kahn, which is spelled like German Kahn, uh, but it's Herman Kahn, who, who runs Alpha Bank. or who, He doesn't run it. He's one of the four people who are ahead of it, uh, the Alpha Group or the Alpha Bank in Russia. Alpha, if, if you're going like, I've heard that somewhere before. Yes, you have. It is the entity that Trump servers began communicating with at the beginning of his campaign. That's what I thought. I was like, mm-hmm. we've heard of this. And we mentioned that in the Fusion. Well, we didn't. Uh, Glenn Simpson mentioned it in the Fusion GPS testimony. And he's mentioned in the Steele dossier. Wow. The Alpha Bank. So they're kind of, ooh, they got, they're the blue dress, mm-hmm. okay, uh, to put it bluntly. Uh, the indictment, uh, this indictment alleges that Vanderswan knew about Manafort and Gates getting a cooked report from Skadden Law Firm on the jailing of Timoshenko. Timoshenko is the opponent 
of the pro-Russian Ukrainian president Yanukovych. That's the guy Manafort worked for. He's a Putin guy. Putin installed him in Ukraine so he could have kind of control over the Ukraine. And Timoshenko was the people's person, and she was the opposition party. And they jailed her, and then they cooked this report up with Skadden Law Firms to, to kind of... They made fake news, basically. Yeah. yeah, for sure. They're really good at it. Oh, it's their best thing. Yeah, yeah. their best skill. Yeah, this was a part, of, a part of a larger effort to get people in the United States and the EU to publicly support Yanukovych and create fake news about uh, Tymoshenko. <coughs> this likely came from Gates' proffer meeting from February 1st, uh, uh, just a few weeks ago, which we'll talk about later. Or it could have come from that no-knock raid at Manafort's house. But, I, you know, I could be wrong, I'm guessing. The weird part is, is that I could say the following sentence. I could say, quote, Manafort managed the campaign of a guy handpicked by Putin in Russia, and his main strategy was to jail his female opponent, chanting lock her up and creating fake news about her with the help of Russian troll farms. And you wouldn't know what country I was talking about. Right. <laughs> That's insane. So Manafort worked for so long for that Yanukovych guy. Lock her up came from that campaign. Oh, yeah. yeah. From Timochenko. Mm-hmm. And Tax. spreading fake news about her. And they're like, hmm, perhaps we can do this in the United States. And well, so, I know what they say. If it ain't broke, fucking do it to the United States. States is that it? What do we call what do we call fake news that's actually fake news? Yeah. The real news is fake news. What's fake news? I like when you call it compromise. Like I think that's the compromise. Most Definitely. Yeah. Disinformatia. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> nice. Well, bro, this is some good Kushner right here, bro. <laughs> it's gotta be a strain by now. And I think I brought up in a previous episode that I hope in prison his nickname is Tushner. Whoa. <laughs> Clever. Not, not really. Okay. Uh, we also got confirmation Monday from uh, Coates, uh, that's the head of the NSA, that the Russian spy chiefs, remember a couple weeks ago, three Russian spy chiefs came over, mm-hmm. the guy from the FSB, the guy from the SVR, and the guy from the GRU. We got confirmation because uh, Blumenthal or somebody sent, Grassley maybe sent a letter over to them saying, dude, what the fuck, you let these dudes in, one of them sanctioned. Right. Well, Coates got back and said, yes, I did meet with the chief from the FSB and the SVR. Um, I got him a special visa to let him, the sanctioned guy, come in. But the third guy, who was also sanctioned, the head of the GRU, was here, but we still haven't figured out who he met with or what he was doing. That's a problem. Yeah. So that's <laughs> scary. Just and if you buy the spies. And if you've seen a picture of that guy, Google it, because he's a fucking scary looking dude. He looks like, he looks like, uh, like, this all is straight out of just like a, a great, like, spy novel, like Skadden Industries and the head of the GRU, and he just <laughs> looks the part, you know, he's just a Definitely. creepy looking dude. <clears throat> on Wednesday, Trump tweeted that Obama is to blame for Russian meddling and called out <laughs> Jeff Sessions for not prosecuting Obama for Russian meddling. Now, that's confusing. It like, is. What about the Russian hoax? I'm, I'm, I'm confused. Well, yeah. Well, I always remember, too. I'm like, what would Obama's motive be? <laughs> like, what? Like, he, it clearly didn't work Like, if he was the one doing yeah. it. And he's leaving office. Yeah. It's not like... Uh, he just yeah. wanted to be the last Democrat ever. That's, that's what he was doing. <laughs> like, he's just calling Putin and being like, sup, bro? Yeah, I just... Yeah. It's so fun. Like... Russia didn't collude. No, Russia didn't interfere. It was a hoax. But if they did, it was Obama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we do both have sexy beach pics, though. Yeah. Probably the most. Yeah. yeah. But do we have a, do we have an Obama on a horse or a bear or anything like that? Oh, we need it. the horse and the bear ones are my favorite. That's what America needs right That's now. That's what I picture Russia is, just as a whole. Exactly. Yeah. That's you why they have cozy bear. And yeah. Like yeah. They just ride bears to yeah. work. There's and... like bear cops in the street. Oh my <laughs> god, bear co- I oh, bear like bear horse cops. ranger. 
Avengers. Coming this season to Fox. Because <laughs> see, when I listen to this podcast, I have to try and picture what a lot of this stuff is like, because sometimes I don't know what these people look like. Mm-hmm. So now, just imagining that, like, all of Russia's defense <laughs> is bears, oh, it's so much better for me. Thank and you. if you do a show on Fox called Bear Cops, and it's Obama and Putin, that works, because it's a black guy and a white guy, right? and they're solving crimes together on mm. bears. Yeah. Oh. I'm excited. That's or good. just, like... Thick, hairy, gay cops. <laughs> I'd watch that too. I'd watch both. I'd watch wow. both. You think? You think Trump just wanted to be the last one to do the thanks Obama meme? Oh like, yeah, yeah. Oh. That, that would do it yeah. for sure. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> so yeah. So Obama's to blame for Russia. Okay. So it's funny because the next thing in my notes says we learned today, which is Wednesday, that Gates might make a deal uh, as a new sealed indictment hit the docket. Uh, we'll find out later this week, I guess. <laughs> oh, how naive we were. <laughs> Seriously. Just three days ago. Also on Wednesday, we found out about a guy named Cock. And I just love to talk oh, about God. it. Because his name is Cock. I don't, I don't know. Five. I've been familiar with Cock for quite a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let me tell you something you might not know about Cock. Cock is a banker that lent Manafort money when no one else would. And Manafort may or may not have promised Cock a job in the White House. You can't write this stuff. Specifically, Secretary of the Army. Oh, what a dick. Cock. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, poor Army. I could mock them for days, but only because I was in the Navy. (laughs) (laughs) Totally cock. Oh, God, of course. He finds the one guy named Cock. All right, then something weird happened. Uh, in a sad attempt to seize the narrative, right, right-wing news sources, Fox and everybody, started a little hashtag campaign. They tried so hard, but it fizzled, to get Flynn to withdraw his guilty plea. Now, the reason you guys don't know what I'm talking about is because this was so sad and pathetic that it <laughs> never made it anywhere. Aww. Uh, the reason, okay, so basically, remember remember the Nunes memo? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you do? Because I don't. And <laughs> It's kind of like that. But basically, the judge in Flynn's case filed an order uh, that said, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, in order, uh, in addition to evidence of crime, uh, criminal evidence, uh, the prosecution must also hand over any exculpatory evidence to the defense during discovery. Brady. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's basically, it means the judge ordered Mueller to turn over any and all evidence that's good for Flynn, not just the stuff that's bad for Flynn, okay? Mm -hmm. Now, the hilarious part is the right wing latched onto this, and they're like, hey, hey, Flynn must be innocent, because the judge is ordering to turn over stuff that says he's innocent. But actually, this is an order that judges enter during discovery as a matter of procedure to remind the prosecution that they have to give over exculpatory evidence if they have it. Yeah, Yeah. it's, it's it's a... these people don't understand well, how government works. If they works. don't, it's considered a Brady violation. If you can prove it, it's reason to have convictions overturned. Mm. Oh, for not handing over exculpatory evidence. Yep. Uh-huh. Right. So now it's probably, in all federal court cases, a rule yep. or a, a policy that you have to remind the def- or the prosecution to turn over any exculpatory right, evidence. Right. Yep. Wouldn't they just be doing that on their own just to try to make a case for themselves? No, this is the prosecution. Oh, got it, yeah. got it, got it. So okay. Th- this would be like if you murdered somebody and the state is trying you, but they found evidence that says maybe you didn't murder somebody, they can't keep that from you. Got it, yeah. okay. They have to at least tell you. They might not use it in the trial, <laughs> but they have to inform you of it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, it's what's considered a Brady violation. Mm-hmm. Huh. cool. Nice. Brady, Brady Bunch. Yeah, it's against, good to know. Mm-hmm. 
All right, so that was stupid and a dumb hashtag that happened. <laughs> Wait, for like what a was the hashtag? Yeah. Uh, I think uh, uh, free Flint or something. I don't know. So I, you know what? It, it was probably something dumb like withdraw your guilty plea, Mike, or something. You know, <laughs> way too long. <laughs> Like, this hashtag is 47 letters. <laughs> Old people are not good at it. The reason yeah, Free Flynn didn't just... work is because it got mixed with a different hashtag, Free Flan at Chipotle. Okay, oh. that was such a dumb joke. No, I, I was convinced. For a moment. Chipotle had Flan, that'd be terrible. <laughs> so convincing, yeah. Mid-sentence, I went, this is not You gotta commit go to the bit, man. Yeah. They have nacho cheese now. It's not that far off. What? Off. It's, they didn't. So Taco, Taco Bell, Bell has fries now. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. What is life? What is life even? <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> <laughs> Also on Wednesday, we got the transcript from the VDZ, the Vanderswan indictment hearing, and it turns out he's not cooperating with Mueller. He just signed a guilty plea. He just pleaded guilty. No cooperation. Nine from Vanderswan. So his charges must not have been bad enough for him to need to actually. Well, he's also not a citizen, so the likelihood of them being able to charge and incarcerate him is much lower than somebody Um, who's actually here. And he just lied to the FBI, so it's not like the 32 other charges that some people have. Uh, Thursday, Mueller entered a superseding indictment on the Manafort Gates case that included 32 new felony charges on top on top of the 12 from the first indictment. These new charges include tax fraud, money laundering, and lying to banks to get loans, also known as bank fraud. Mm-hmm. Uh, these new charges were filed in the Eastern District of Virginia, whereas the first charges were filed in D.C. Oh. Uh, I'll go over the indictments a little later in the show. I'm going to talk about the indictments in the second half mm-hmm. of the show. Uh, we learned that Tom Green is actually Gates's lawyer on, on Wednesday, luck. on Thursday. <laughs> On Thursday, but then ten minutes later, we we learned he was fired. But then he came back again. Right. But I think it was just bad reporting. He 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 decided to be his lawyer. Mm-hmm. It's been musical fucking lawyers for Gates for a few weeks now. <laughs> his defense like, attorney. Sorry. No, go ahead. His defense attorneys, when they left, they said it was over uh, irreconcilable differences. Yeah. Aka was it because like they didn't like Frank got fingered. <laughs> I still like picturing that it's like the Tom Green. <laughs> Actually, I know what the irreconcilable differences were, and I'll tell you in a little bit. Nice. Uh, We'll get to that. So, uh, Mueller was scheduled to meet with Sam Nunberg. Do you guys remember Nunberg? The Nunberger? The Nunberger, yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He was scheduled to meet with uh, with Mueller on Thursday. Nunberg was a Trump campaign aide we talked about briefly in episode, I don't know, 10 or something. (laughs) Listen, just go listen. Uh, He was fired in August 2015, way early on, for racially charged Facebook posts, which I thought would get you hired under the Trump campaign. (laughs) Maybe it was the other way, where he was like, hey, we're all equal. Right. You gotta go, man. To to, to Trump, that's racially charged. exactly. (laughs) I'm very triggered. So he was fired, and he was also an associate of Roger Stone. Uh, Trump sued Nunberg for $10 million, saying he broke confidentiality by telling the press about the affair and arguments between Hicks and Lewandowski. Right. And they settled in August 2016, but the details are not available, so we don't know how they settled. Fan fiction. I, you know what? I've been writing Lewandowski and Hicks fan fiction for like the last two weeks. We, so should, you. we should do some like Hicks Lewandowski Porter erotica. I'm oh. down. I'm down. I volunteer. Fifty Shades of White. <laughs> White privilege. Egg show. Cream. On on Friday, we we heard rumblings Friday morning that Gates may have flipped. Uh, He wrote a letter to his family and friends, many of whom didn't want him to plead out, saying that he had a change of heart. Uh, and Gates had been going back and forth on a plea deal all week. He was like the biggest cock tease with the thing and the, since, since the beginning of February. 
finally, he gets a plea deal in. He pled down to two counts, uh, pleaded, excuse me, pleaded down to two counts, defraud in the United States, tax and uh, FARA violations, and um, FARA's uh, Foreign Agents Registry Act. Yeah, not, not applying as a foreign... Yeah, as yeah. a foreign agent. <clears throat> so he, he so two counts, defraud in the U.S., uh, tax and the FARA stuff, and then lying to the special counsel. But here is the awesome part, you guys. The lying to the special counsel part didn't happen months and months ago, like most normal fucking people. Right. His lying happened on February 1st. Oh, no. 2018? <laughs> yes. He just lied. Oh, That's when lie. he had his plea agreement hearing. Mm. It's called a Queen for the Day interview. And the reason they call it that is because he's gay. No. <laughs> He's a big Freddie Mercury fan. <laughs> the I mean, reason that would make me like him more, but I don't think that's the case. No, I know. There's nothing cool about him. <laughs> but they especially. are, and they're just also repressed, and that's why they're such fucking pieces of shit. Cozy right bears, just yeah, anger. <laughs> they are cozy bears. The coziest bear bear cops <laughs> coming to Fox. <laughs> Fox News. <laughs> I feel like we have to make a trailer now. <laughs> a little bumper. Uh, so Queen for the Day means this is your plea deal interview. And if, you, if you're if you good, and, and you can tell all of your past crimes and everything you know, and you are not subject to uh, charges for those crimes. Right. You're immune unless you lie. Uh, <laughs> the one rule. So <laughs> close. He was so close. Why lie on a time when you're immune? Like, that is so crazy. <laughs> because it's if you... compulsive. He can't, he can't Because if you lie, everything you've told them, you're liable to face charges yeah. for in that interview. Ugh. So uh, it, it's the dumbest thing anyone could ever do. I don't know why he did it. He thought he was smarter. He thought he could smarter than Mueller. I don't, <laughs> smarter than I like that. And that's clearly not like if somebody offers you immunity, that's when you just like let it fly. Like mm-hmm. on Drag Race, when somebody gets immunity, that's when they pull out the weirdest headpiece. Exactly. Like exactly. you gotta like let it all out. I would admit to jaywalking <laughs> if I. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Plus all those murders. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, the side stuff. Minor you know. detail. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, remember when you were just asking me about why his lawyers quit due to irreconcilable differences? Yeah, I yep. think they quit because he lied in his fucking plea deal. Oh. And meeting. They were like, <laughs> they were like, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. They You're did an their, idiot. My yeah. Thank you. Do you know when you do black, when you go to a blackjack table and they smack their hands and hold them up so you can see? It? That's what they did. They did. The, I, they did casino hands. Were his lawyers present when he was? Giving the yes. his, yeah oh that's so good <laughs> they just facepalm that's when Mueller knew oh, like Jesus Christ and the FBI man. had to push back from the table and be like thank you so Seriously. much <laughs> because now everything you just told us which is probably those thirty two other charges about bank fraud and tax mm-hmm. evasion and everything you did with Manafort all that shit you just told us we're gonna file indictments yes. and and I think that's probably what happened uh, just a theory. Mm, but the fact is, he lied during his Queen for the Day. Yes. Also on Friday, we learned that one of the Russians indicted by Mueller uh, last week, remember the 13 Russians, mm-hmm. uh, for election meddling uh, on behalf of Trump, turned out to be the head of the pro-Assad Russian mercenary group that attacked Whoa. U.S. troops in Syria on February 7th. Whoa. That's insane. That's it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, the U.S. US troops were attacked by Russian mercenaries in Syria, and... Uh, one of the one of the Russians indicted 
uh, last week is was ahead of that group. So there's something bigger going on, man. Bigger than Russia, even. It's just it's crazy. We talked about it in one episode, mm-hmm. right? That that concept of a deal. That yeah, was the Marshall Saudi Plan. Arabia, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. North Korea. There, they, there's some some world order going on here. That well, the recolonization of the Middle East through the Marshall Plan yeah. by building nuclear reactors in Saudi Arabia. Oh my God, I sound like a tinfoil hat. No, person. no, no, no. Time will clear your name. Connecting <laughs> the dots. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then another superseding indictment was fired, filed by Mueller against Manafort, alleging he paid Europeans to lobby on behalf of Yanukovych and told them to act like they weren't paid to do so. Uh, that's, you know, fake news, right? Uh, it was the Ukrainian equivalent of the Hillary Pizza Shop basement sex trafficking ring. <laughs> Um, oh, pizza gate. This is the this is the meeting that Gates lied about in his Queen for the Day interview. That's what his lie was. He said that meeting didn't happen or oh he wasn't God. at that meeting. Um, when Manafort tried to get these European politicians, I think there's three or four of them. The VIP group of yeah yeah to, yeah. Uh, to uh, oh also you know who else was there? Yep. Dana Rohrabacher, yep. and you're going to go into that. Very mm-hmm. nice. Ties in perfectly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, he's extremely pro-Russian. Um, yeah. And I'm wondering, like, what could they be trading? My theory is Rohrabacher agreed to oppose congressional aid to the Ukraine, uh, which actually happened shortly after that meeting. Oh. Uh, so he could have received maybe campaign donations from Russia. This is all conjecture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also on Friday, we found out Rosenstein called the White House a couple of weeks ago and tell him there was an issue with Kushner's security clearance. Oh, really? That required ongoing further investigation. You don't say. <laughs> but they've he, been so good about that so far. I know. <laughs> and he did not say that this information was discovered during the FBI background check. Mm. Okay, and that is indicative that the information could have come from the Mueller probe. Also mm-hmm. indicative that it could have come from the Mueller probe is the fact that the fucking deputy attorney general called the chief of staff instead of the FBI turning a report over to the White oh. House counsel. So... Bull. Rosenstein <laughs> called the chief of staff directly. I weird, think man. Kushner's time as a free man is winding down. We've been calling that since like the second episode. We're yeah. just waiting. How good is that? If he's on house arrest, he could just live in his 666 hell property. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Be his own personal help. Yeah. 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 yeah, I love it. Great. Yeah, especially because a bunch of other Russians live there, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> at work. Mm-hmm. Fake it's like they didn't even try. They didn't even try to cover care. shit they, up. They want just... chaos and they're getting it. Either way they win, at mm. least right now. No, usually when you cover shit up, you try. They, Maybe they, you're right. Maybe, yeah, yeah. This yeah. <laughs> is ridiculous. <laughs> They've done it well for the past 30 years. We didn't know they were still doing this. We weren't thinking about them and all of a sudden they oh, chose really? yeah. to be caught. I don't know. They want chaos, I think. Well, they're just... Yeah, well, maybe I think we'll they're We'll see. Stupid. I'm crazy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Late Friday night, the White House released a statement saying, The White House, as it has said from the outset, will not be commenting on matters involving Mr. Manafort or Mr. Gates, as the matters between them and the Office of the Special Counsel are dated and have nothing to do with their service <laughs> to the campaign. <laughs> Lulz. <laughs> What is that? What does the White House know? It's just a stupid house. <laughs> Houses don't talk. <laughs> they write letters. <laughs> you guys, this has been awesome. That's the news. We'll be right back after this quick break. Muller, she wrote, is a very fancy podcast. And as such, we have a few expenses. That's where you come in. 
If you all gave $1 a month, we'd be able to cover our costs while ensuring we bring you the most up-to-date news from the Mueller sphere. Help us make your Monday mornings brighter, and in return you'll get exclusive access to ad-free episodes, bonus content, our newsletter, and all sorts of merch like reusable grocery bags, t-shirts, stickers, and of course the forthcoming Sexy Justice calendar, which, as much as it pains me to say, will not contain naked photos of James Comey. (laughs) So stop asking. Please visit MullerSheWrote.com and click subscribe to support women in podcasting today. And thank you so much for listening. All right, we're back. Thank you so much for listening to us. We've made it through the week's news. Yes. Which means it's time to pass the mic over to Jordan Coburn. Hello. She's going to tell us about this beautiful, wonderful man named Dana Rohrabacher. Jordan? Yes. So, uh, Representative Dana Rohrabacher, he's a Republican from Costa Mesa, California. Of course, he's a Republican. (laughs) Have you been to Costa Mesa? It is is scary. I went to UC Irvine, which is like right there. I used to live there. I like the Virgin Megastore. Yes. So Stepford Wivesy. It's so Mm -hmm. weird. Uh, So he's from that district. And uh, he has had a friendly history with Russia like no other representative. And now it is coming out that he's been involved in a lot of these key points within the timeline of the Mueller investigation. So uh, not that he's being investigated criminally. He's not at all. But his name continues to pop up. And so there was a great article published. And I think it was USA Today, maybe. kind of was. It will be in the newsletter. Subscribe. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But... They lay out a timeline just of his involvement, so I'm just going to go through that. Because there's a lot of really juicy stuff. This is a very juicy, (laughs) juicy timeline. So, back to 2012 is when the FBI first warns Rohrabacher. I'm sorry. It's dated. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It has nothing to do with my White House. Cut off. Fast forward. Shut Uh, up, you house. Uh, FB- the FBI warns him that a Russian spy was trying to recruit him as an agent of influence. Uh, to which I imagine he responded, "What? Really? <laughs> uh, but uh, next uh, USA <laughs> yeah. agent of influence. Yeah. I know we're joking, but these Bear are great cops. shows. I know they really are. Yeah. They, they call NBC or something. Yeah, I'm sure they exist somewhere on like I don't know 4chan. What's what are the kids doing these days? <laughs> That's a little too much, I guess. But but what he actually said uh, was that he said he wasn't worried when the FBI warned him. He's like, yeah, I'm not worried. And there's no evidence that, you know, he's been paid off or anything by them. So he's just going to keep trucking. Okay. Fast forward to March 19, 2013. This is when the dinner with Manafort happens. The one that Gates was caught lying about. Mm-hmm. He was present at this meeting, like AG just said. Um, and so this was when Manafort was working on behalf of a pro-Russian Ukrainian political party. Uh, let's see. They said, okay, so they, they'd worked together on Reagan's campaign, actually. Did you know that? Manafort. Yeah, Manafort. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That'd be amazing to talk to them, though, just to. That'd be. Yeah. True. Manafort is 74 or something. He, he looks Dude, good, pretty good. 73. Isn't that what? Crazy? Yeah. Him and Mon- he looks great. He does. Exactly. He's so good. Like, yeah. no lie. He and Trump yes. are 22 months apart. It blows my mind. But go ahead. I'm sorry. So cute. Trump doesn't look great for 73. No. <laughs> Very, like, pinned by clothes pins. Trump yeah, doesn't look like, great for 45. <laughs> He looks like the emperor. Like, when his hair blew up, like, oh. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> um, so, so Manafort 
didn't file as a foreign agent with the DOJ or disclose this dinner, and that's kind of where it starts coming under investigation. The contents of this meeting is what Gates pled guilty to, pleaded guilty to. Mm-hmm. You got it. <laughs> uh, and... And what actually happened is they both reported back to Ukraine to Ukraine to, to, to Ukraine, yeah, to Ukraine, and they found that document. So that fucked him. Uh, fast forward to April 2016, meeting in Moscow. So he goes and meets with a high-ranking Russian uh, justice official, and this is during the time that Congress was expanding the Magnitsky Act, which prevents human rights abusers essentially from traveling to the U.S. or spending money in the U.S. Yeah, so. Uh, Ro- Robra, Robra, ba- how do you say it again? Rorabacher. Rorabacher. Thank you. Rorabacher. You can call is- Dana. <laughs> I like Just Dana. Think about, like a bear in leaderhood. <laughs> yes, Ooh, it's all bears. I like that. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. That is very helpful, actually. <laughs> it's a good mnemonic. Rorabacher is also the season finale of Bear. <laughs> Yes! It never gets old. Never. <laughs> really? <laughs> That's me. I'm kidding. No. I'm sorry, I'm, listeners. It, I like, it's only it like 20 minutes. <laughs> no, don't worry, I'm still laughing. I just... <laughs> so, uh, so at this meeting, Rohrabacher is given a memo that says that changes to the Magnitsky Act would have favorable consequences on behalf of Russia. Right. And uh, when confronted about the meeting, he says that it was a quote-unquote nothing burger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> real. He actually says that. Yeah. And uh, says that as as the position that he holds in Congress, he has a duty to go and get any info and intel that he can. And that's all he was doing was just hearing him out. But really what happened at that meeting was they presented a whole slew of facts that dispute the premise of the Magnitsky Act and say, you know, Magnitsky wasn't that guy. He was actually a piece was, of shit in the these dis- ways. It was the campaign against uh, mm-hmm. Bill Browder and Magnitsky. Yes, exactly. And they were full of duty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> a new first-person shooter game coming, <laughs> coming, coming to you. Full of duty. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> you just go up to people and be like, no, 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 it's, it's not you, it's me. <laughs> Black Hawks. That's gotta be it. Hawks not black, is he? He's a white guy. Oh, so good. Don't worry about it. We'll hash it all out. He's a banker. Oh, that's right. He's a white guy. (laughs) I said it. I'm black. I'm sorry. So, uh, so (laughs) you fucking qualify that shit. I'm black. It's okay for me to talk about. If we need to say anything about these Mexicans, (laughs) let me know. Thank you, Armando. Yeah, thanks, Armando Torres. Oh, yeah, if you can't tell from my voice, very brown. Very. Yeah. Also half Jewish, though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, so I can talk about the bankers. You can, yeah. <laughs> yes. So good. Okay, so next month, uh, in May and June of 2016, Rohrenbacher goes back to Congress and says uh, to his subcommittee, hey, let's pursue this Magnitsky Act discrepancy. He sets it up so that they, the these foreign agents, essentially, could come and present a full documentary that just documents the counter case, essentially, for the Magnitsky oh, Act. the Browder movie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, I see that. And uh, and then also simultaneously, this organization that Veselnitskaya, the Russian lawyer whose sole purpose in life essentially it seems is to just overturn the Magnitsky Act, mm-hmm. um, she has her group that she created, which is called the Human Rights Accountability Global Initiative. Too many words. H R. Wait. Human Rights H R A G I. 
Haraggy. Haraggy. As if they care about human rights. Exactly. It's just an amazing, yet again, a troll campaign. It's the the human rights what? It's the human rights accountability. (laughs) Yeah, it's the human rights accountability. (laughs) So you have to be be accountable for being too nice to people. Break it down. I like that. It's like a generator for just like generally good words. Yeah, we gotta gotta keep these human rights fucking activists in line. Yes. And uh, and the whole purpose of this organization is to to overturn the Magnitsky Act, which is punishing human rights violations. They're pretty clever for the most part. I think this is where they fall short, this podcast. (laughs) Like I just I think that they actually tried a little bit, right? They seem to have tried to cover this up with the with good intention. Yeah, because they they put the the Russian adoption blanket over it, saying Mm -hmm. that it's a human rights, you know, issue to not adopt Mm -hmm. (laughs) these Russian children that need to go and seek asylum in another country. Because (laughs) because basically what happened was when, when Putin found out about the Magnitsky Act, when the Magnitsky Act was signed, he banned Americans from adopting Russian children right which is a horrible human rights mm-hmm. uh, violation i think uh and that's why the magnitsky act is synonymous with adoptions mm-hmm. and that's why mm-hmm. when they were crafting the statement on air force one about what the meeting in the trump tower in june 2016 was was that we were saying it was about adoptions mm-hmm. because what adoptions means is sanctions yes mm-hmm. so yes. yeah very important yes really quick uh the documentary that you were talking about like a couple points ago uh was that made as evidence and then just was made public so that anyone can watch it i don't know if it's made public public opinion Hmm. oh you can't even watch it i don't know i just heard so what i read was that they were planning on presenting a documentary to the subcommittee that was going to outline all just for this maybe just supersize me I think they tried to release it and Browder sued and blocked it. I okay. think. I don't know. Tell okay. me, Browder. I know you listen. I know you're listening. <laughs> yes. Here it is. Doug Benson's going to make his own version. Very <laughs> nice. <laughs> Doug loves Magnitsky. Yeah. Um, Featuring Kushner. Ah, yes. Yeah. That's good. You're good. It's just good to be here. <laughs> so, uh, so... His his plans to have the subcommittee oversee this gets thwarted by Ed Royce, who's the chairman of the Foreign Affairs Committee. And he says, we're just going to make this discussion a full committee topic, which means that Royce is going to get to call in the witnesses. And, okay. and so basically, Roran, Roran ba- Dana. Bacher, Dana, Roran Bacher gets thwarted there. Thwarts the Bacher. Yes. And, and uh, fun fact right here. So foreign lobbyist Akmitchin? How do you say his name? He's Vesselnitz Sky is homie. They're always they're always oh, going together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Not Sachin, but Akmijin. Yes. So he registered as a lobbyist but not as a foreign agent but th- he was very involved in this process and essentially helping Rohrenbacher with- he's actually foreign yes like okay. they totally right. yeah. I mean we get mad at Americans for not registering exactly. as foreign agents when they are lobbying for Russians but this guy's a fucking Russian let me let me fact check that actually and okay, if we'll that is wrong then yeah thank you yes no we'll put a pin in it um but one of that guy's clients owns Prevazone mm-hmm. which is the company sued by Preet Right, Pre- oh. Preet Bahara, uh huh, mm-hmm. <laughs> U.S. Attorney yeah. of New York for using stolen money essentially um, to buy real estate. Yeah, the, the, the two hundred thirty million dollar tax fraud from yes. Russia, which is what the Magnitsky, the lawyer Magnitsky, was looking into when he was jailed and murdered. Yes, wow. and then Trump gets in and then fires. Barara, right? And yeah, then well, uh, among with a bunch everybody. of other yeah, exactly. <laughs> with a bunch of other people. How amazing is that? And now and and then the guy that he replaces him with settles the case for six million dollars, which is apparently like fifty percent of what they thought they were gonna get out Whoa. of that lawsuit. Um okay. Finishing up. 
June, June 9th, 2016, Trump Tower meeting uh, with DTJ, Kushner, Manafort. They talk about Russian adoptions there in the Magnitsky Act. That's kind of well known now. Mm-hmm. And just for context. And then June 15th, 2016. Well, Rohrabacher wasn't at that meeting. No, he no was you're not. Just that's just that for the context. context. Yeah, okay. just for okay, the timeline. Okay. Uh, June 15, 2016, House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who's a GOP colleague of Rohrabacher, mm-hmm. uh, gets recorded saying in a meeting, quote unquote, this is crazy, there's two people I think Putin pays, Rohrabacher and Trump. <laughs> and then the recording cuts off as Paul Ryan fumbles to stop him oh, from talking. <laughs> it's how we know we're a family here. He was he was trying to make a joke. That's but, what they say. But yeah. rooted in rooted in reality. Exactly. Yeah, the best jokes. Grain of truth. Exactly. Yes. So then they say that it was just a joke. Okay. Two more dates. September twentieth, twenty sixteen. Rohrabacher uh, meets with Flynn in Washington. And in November 2017, NBC reports that the FBI was interviewing witnesses about the content of this meeting. So that's something that I think we can look forward to. Uh, spring of 2017, Rohrabacher cancels trip to Moscow because it'll be too hard to have a real conversation with all this brouhaha about Russia, he says. Wouldn't it be interesting if the reason that Mueller knew about this meeting was that Flynn knew? And oh. Flynn's proffer included it. Not the no-knock raid, not yeah. Gates's proffer. Yeah, yeah. But Flynn's, ah, that's weird. That would be yeah. interesting. And then just to close that up, a source who uh, asked to be remain anonymous, he was a senior House GOP aide because he's apparently not supposed to speak to reporters, uh, says that it was not that he chose on his own accord to not go to that trip. It was because Royce, the chairman of that committee, declined his request to travel to Moscow. Wow. Probably because... It's just a bad look, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Sense. Yeah, just why don't you just chill? Let's just lay back for a second. Because we know you're going to break the fucking law. Yo, yeah. Side note, these old white people hard as fuck. Like, these crimes, <laughs> these crimes are crazy cool. It's pretty, yeah, white yeah. collar crime should have its own show. Oh, it does, right? What's, what's the best white collar crime show? You know white collar doesn't Fox mean they're white. Fox News. Right. Right. Hey. <laughs> Good point. You're right. You're yeah. right. If I, if I explained any of these crimes to, like, my Mexican family, they would be We've just been selling crack. This is crazy. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, oh, he, oh, oh, last thing. Sorry, oh. he met with Julian Assange in August of 2017. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah minor detail oh, there. Yeah. He, he likes his buddies with Stone and WikiLeaks. Yeah, and, yeah, where he says Assange said that the emails were not obtained at all through any sort of Russian influence. Oh. Sure. Okay, Cozy Bear. Okay. <laughs> wow. Thanks so much, Jordan. That yes. was great. Thank you. Now, so juice. I know. I love it. I'm going to talk a little bit about these indictments that went down, you guys. So on Thursday, like I said, Mueller filed an indictment of 32 felony counts of bank fraud, tax evasion, and money laundering. Mm -hmm. The indictment outlined in really amazing detail a two-part scheme that Manafort and Gates carried out. The first part of the scheme lasted from 2006 to 2015. And that's when Manafort and Gates earned like tens of millions of dollars working for that pro-Russian Ukrainian candidate, Yanukovych. That guy I was telling you about. Uh, He's a Putin guy. Putin wanted him installed there so he could have control over Ukraine. Uh, The second part took place from 2015 to early 2017, maybe later. And that was the two of them. Uh, lying like nine different times and falsifying documents to to desperately get loans from banks because their Yanukovych money stopped because in 2014 Yanukovych was overthrown and he had to flee to guess where Russia and so he you know he took off so that money stopped so all from 2015 and 2016 and part of 2017 Manafort and Gates are running around like idiots trying to get anyone to lend them money millions of dollars and and as I said, they were falsifying documents. That's the bank fraud. 
uh, to try to get loans. Uh, then in July of 2016, just after Manafort and Gates, then in July of 2016, just after Manafort and Gates worked for the Trump campaign, they got a $16 million loan from a tiny bank that usually lend, actually, sorry, only lends to veterans, and and neither of them, Manafort or Gates, are veterans. Uh, and this loan, the $16 million loan, represents a quarter of their entire income uh, at that bank. But there's a guy there, and his name is Cock. <laughs> he worked at the bank, and it appears that Manafort, as I said earlier, promised him a job in the Trump White House in exchange for the loan. Now, something that is important to note here is that Manafort was in a lot of debt to a Russian guy, to Russian interests, by to the tune of about $17 million. Eight million of that was to a guy named Deripaska. Do you guys does that sound familiar? Not exactly. Ring a bell because we've talked about him before. Okay. He's the guy that Manafort promised campaign info briefs to that we talked oh, about during episode fourteen, the yeah, Shannon Woodward episode. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Supporting role. I like this guy. So Deripaska well, Trump owed him, or sorry, Manafort owed him a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. And he's, him and McGates are scrambling around trying to get these loans, mm-hmm. uh, all the while just getting the job at the Trump campaign. And right when, because Deripaska sued Manafort in early 20, uh, early 2016. Yeah. And when Manafort got the job with Trump at the Trump campaign, he withdrew the case. Deripaska withdrew the case. Your and now we have emails that are coming out in these indictments that are, that are between Manafort and a, and a guy, what's his name? Kalimnik. Okay. He's okay. an intermediary between Deripaska and Manafort. Yeah. Manafort's emailing, emailing uh, Kalimnik uh, saying, hey, I work for the president's campaign now. Mm. Anything we can do to get even Steven? <laughs> And he promised Deripaska these campaign briefs on, on Trump. Mm-hmm. And that's with the, the Navalny tape. Remember the uh, the Navalny tape yeah. I told you about? About the, the yacht where uh, somebody's got video mm-hmm. of a, of uh, I think it's probably Kil- uh, Kilimnik or Deripaska giving a Kremlin guy all the information that Manafort gave him. So this is just all super fucking shady, right? right. Like... And this is, I think, going to be the, the glue, the connection, at least for this conspiracy part of it. Um, because there, I mean, we had Russians reaching out to the Trump campaign, reaching out to mm-hmm. Flynn, reaching out to uh, Kushner, Kushner mm-hmm. through the NRA, all that stuff. Oh, but yeah. now we've got Manafort reaching out to the Russians. He goes both ways. Because he owes them a, a lot of money mm-hmm. and he's trying to pay him back with information yes. from the Trump campaign. And that's conjecture. But I, I, I yeah, it, it, makes it sense. seems pretty obvious mm-hmm. to me with the Navalny tape and everything. Exactly. So uh, they met August 2nd, 2016. Then in the Vanderswan guilty plea from Tuesday, we learned that Gates referred to Van, uh, referred Vanderswan to uh, Kalimnik. That's the intermediary between Manafort and Deripaska that I was telling you about. And Manafort uh, is, was briefing him, which is briefing Deripa- uh, Deripaska. Mm-hmm. And he's also person A in the Vanders one indictment. Remember, I was like, who's person A? Is mm-hmm. it Kushner? Is yeah, it Manafort? Is it Donald pole, Trump right? Jr.? <laughs> no, it's Kalimnik. Nice. And so that's who that guy is. And Vanderswan lied about having conversations with Gates where Gates referred Vanderswan to Kalimnik in September 2016. Mm-hmm. That's what the Vanderswan indictment is about. Is yeah. He lied about that. So Kalimnik made uh, references. Uh, well, basically, Vanderswan had a phone conversation with Kalimnik in Russian. Uh, and Kalimnik made reference to payments that were 
just the quote tip of the iceberg <laughs> uh, and potential legal liability for Manafort. Right. Uh, Manafort seems to have been trying to trade his influence, as I said, and position on the Trump campaign to pay off his debt to Deripaska. Uh-huh. Uh, so what I was wondering is why does he owe Deripaska money? Like, did he steal it? Did he get a loan from him and not pay I'm it back? I'm thinking a loan, yeah. I was also thinking maybe they were supposed to do work for him and didn't do it. Like oh, maybe It's like mob style out there. Yeah, like it maybe, be anything. Like maybe Yanukovych was supposed to get elected. And okay, because they're already trading documents and information, so who knows how they've been operating before. And he, and Yanukovych was not elected. He, he was overthrown and had to flee to Russia. So maybe and maybe they got not, like a certain millions of dollars to get him elected. And when he didn't get elected, they came after him for it. I don't know. This is deep, dude. I don't know. But anyway, Friday, Gates was charged with 23 three new felonies in addition yes. to the eight he had before. He replaced his legal team, hired a new lawyer. Got the 31 charges dropped and pleaded guilty to two new charges, then signed a cooperation agreement with the government. Uh, so on February 1st, as I told you before, Gates lied, Gates lied about the FBI or to the FBI about mm-hmm. that meeting in 2013 that he had with Manafort, four European politicians to lobby to Yanukovych, right. and Rohrabacher was probably there. Uh, that day, well, they say Congressman won. I'm pretty sure it was Rohrabacher. Yeah, we can fill in the blanks, mm-hmm. yeah. So that day, his three lawyers quit, I told you, probably because mm-hmm. he lied. Uh, the 23 new felonies they charged him with were likely things they told him uh, uh, during the, likely things that he told them during the proffer meeting. Because as I said, when you lie during that plea negotiation, your immunity goes away. Yeah. So they had him dead to rights. Um, his, his cooperation argument is nuts. This, uh, when he signed, he signed a cooperation argument with the government. He has to testify anytime they want, anytime they want him to, to any grand jury. Oh my God! Testify at trials, and the and the interesting thing about uh, filing charges, Mueller filed charges, these charges in the Eastern District of Virginia, and the original charges in the D.C. court, mm-hmm. it, and now they have to do two trials. <laughs> And they have to pay their lawyers twice as much. Wow. Uh, and and so the, he's just oh, that's smart. Fucking putting it to him. Yeah. Okay. So, but the, uh, to cooperate, he he they've asked, they've told him he might have to go undercover, and he'll he'll have to do that. I don't. Oh my gosh. Although I was he going to wear like a weird wig? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's he's fucking gay. Somebody Photoshop that, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> he has to hand over all documents and evidence, and and he. Can't, and he can't he's waived his right to have his legal team present at any of this shit okay oh, and if he doesn't do any of this stuff he automatically goes to jail for the amount of time that his two charges uh would put him in jail for which is four to seven years wow. and he goes immediately and there is no parole in federal prison That's wow good for america <laughs> beautiful yes i love it justice um so the court could give him nothing if he cooperates most excellently they might give him probation or six months or whatever so Mueller is really going to go after gates and his proffer seems to be very worthwhile to Mueller uh for to dismiss 31 charges Mm -hmm. uh could that they only brought those 31 charges to get him to flip but could that so but could that something be the quid quo the quid pro quo between trump and russia right uh gates was there for all that Okay, and he was there for that whole Manafort meeting (laughs) Deripaska back and forth, and the other way there for the whole yeah he he knows a lot. So, all right, guys, uh, 
We've talked about the indictments. Do you guys have anything about the indictments you were wondering or any any questions about them? I, I mean, just think it's such a nice sign that he's... It seems like he's strategically releasing indictments at this point just to get as much information as quickly as mm-hmm. he can now from all these people. Yeah, and yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, if you're at the point where you can strategically release indictments, you're you're in a good spot. You're pacing yourself. Yeah. And here's another thing that, that's really interesting, too. When he... When, when Gates lied during his proffer and then he got slapped with 23 new charges mm-hmm. and then had to flip... Uh, 23 new charges in another district. Right. Uh, doubling his court fees. Uh, <laughs> and then flipped. That's Mueller saying, don't fucking lie to me. Seriously, mm-hmm. he's got to set that message straight. I feel like... Because he doesn't have huge. to release any of that shit. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's like, hey, you want to lie to me? You think I don't know everything? Mm-hmm. And that whole 13 Russian indictment thing, besides letting the country know and letting Trump know that Russia meddled in the election, so stop saying they didn't and do something about it for 2018, mm-hmm. the detail he went into that, he knew everything about those Russians. Yeah. He knew their names. He knew their fake names. He knew the names of the building. He knew their address. He, he knew emails that they sent back That's and why forth. I love him. He's so thorough. He says he genuinely loves the whole process of investigating people. But that message is like, fuck. Mm-hmm. He has everything. He's the real deal, man. Do not lie to him. Yeah. It's it's incredible. He's the Dave Chappelle of investigations. I mean, is that accurate? <laughs> Who do we like? Who's our favorite comedian? Well, you're talking com- about Dave Chappelle just- as a comic? Well, yeah. Like, I'm saying Mueller is, like, the best. He is Trump's match. Trump has skated through his whole life getting around who knows what, and, and Mueller is not about that life. He's mm-hmm. so good. Sometimes he comes up with the punishment and then figures out the setup along the way. <laughs> He, you know what he does, though. He he has an end game in mind when he sits down and interviews someone. He knows yeah. the answer to every single exactly. question. Oh, yeah. I hate to be this guy's kid. Seriously, I was just thinking that. <laughs> like, where were you? I know where you were. <laughs> but he's such a character. You were dad. with Michael. Yeah. Michael was wearing a blue shirt. It was in yeah. this building. You know what, though? His friend, like one of his longtime friends that knew him, like back in college, said that it was the war that really changed him. Like he was a very normal guy, like pretty happy, but like reasonable before that. And after the war, when his friend died he became this straight edge by the book we gotta do something about this country and you can see it today 73 years old and I think he's gonna die with a great legacy I yeah. think yeah, yeah definitely yeah definitely <laughs> he, 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 may, yeah. he may save this democracy I believe it you think he has one secret blue one just for <laughs> for his lady yeah, yeah. Well, well, a <laughs> guess what baby it's time for the blue shirt it's a Monday yeah. All right, you guys, guess what? It's time for the, the Indictment, Indictment Fantasy League. All right, based on this week's indictments, I have moved Gates from the indictment category, which was a super, he was in the superseding indictment mm-hmm. category, so I get a point for that. Hey. Yes, congrats. And I'm moving him into the plea deal category. All right. Nice, nice. So I've added a few names as well. I've added Dana Rohrabacher. Mm-hmm. I think he's going down. Yeah. I've added Thomas Barack. Okay. Okay. He's an old friend of Manafort, uh, and he was head of the inaugural committee for Trump. And it, it's interesting because in this, and this is totally a, a, a theory that, I don't know, I just did some maths <laughs> and it just came to me. Yeah. And it's probably completely wrong. Now, Manafort and Gates laundered $75 million. Manafort kept $18 million, Gates kept $3 million. That leaves about $50 million unaccounted mm-hmm. for, yeah. which is about the amount of money that the inaugural fund is over. Oh, shit. However, if you think about it, they'd been laundering that money since 2006. True. I don't know. 
Yeah. You know what, AG? If that, that's got to be a big point right there, because that's a hell of a connection. I don't that's know. That's good. No, I, just, I, I heard fifty million, and I remembered fifty. It's got to be somewhere. Where is the money? Now I've got links to both of those articles mm-hmm. uh, in in the show notes. I'm gonna hold notes, you to it. That would so. be a good one. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and Barack is old friends with Manafort. Manafort wrote a letter to Tom back in 2016, pitching himself for the Trump campaign. Uh, Barack sends emails to Trump all the time, like "You rock." Uh, <laughs> They're totes BFFs. Yeah, and Trump liked Mueller, too, before all this. <laughs> he was it's so weird. He was also close to Gates, uh, so I think his time is coming. Wow. Uh, Are you saying Barack? Mm-hmm. Okay. Thomas Barrick or Barack. Oh, yeah. I thought you were oh. saying Barack Obama. You know what? I thought so, too, and I was just like, I didn't know this, but I'm not going <laughs> to oh, Thomas Barack. Okay, there we go. Thank you. Uh, yeah, no, the only thing Ob- Obama's getting indicted for is for Are being we a, sure Thomas- a bad motherfucker. <laughs> Are you, were you going to ask if he was born here? No. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see your birth certificate, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are we sure that Thomas Barack isn't just Barack Obama with a cool mustache? Oh, <laughs> I yeah. love that fucking meme. Third by party <laughs> candidate, please run, Tom Barack. <laughs> uh, I've also added Pearson and Pascal. Uh, to the indictment league. Pearson and Pascal worked for America First Policies. That was a nonprofit that Gates and Manif- Gates worked for uh, uh, before or after he left the Trump campaign. I can't okay. remember which. I think before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a pro a pro Trump nonprofit, uh, and it's resp- it was responsible for the digital and data projects. Okay. So that's why I was like, ding ding ding. Yeah. All right. So Pearson and Pascal or Pascal. Have you guys pointed out the irony of it being called America First? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Oh my yeah. god. So Pearson and Pascal, <laughs> and then I have a bunch of K Street dudes. Uh, K Street is the uh, the street where all the lobbying firms are. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's going to be a bunch of guys who Manafort worked with that didn't uh, register as foreign agents that maybe um, lobbied for Russia or right. anyone. I mean, Manafort, if Manafort flips, he would have to tell them everyone he knows that's broken the law. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gates might know some K Street dudes too. So I think some, I got a bunch of K Street dudes because I had a bunch of Russians. Exactly. And I got a point for and, that. Yep, that worked out. Um, and then I've got Euro dudes, a bunch of Euro dudes. I think there's three sealed indictments uh, headed to the UK for the UK right now sitting on the docket. And I think they're for these three guys that were at that Vanderswan, Rohrabacher, Manafort meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gates meeting that mm-hmm. they all lied about. Why'd they all lie about that meeting? Oh, I wonder. So anyway, so I got a bunch of Euro, Euro dudes on there too. So I, I think, uh, and I think you guys within a week or two, I think Kushner's going down. Yeah. Uh, Kelly said by February 22nd, all people without clearance had to be out of the White House. Nice. And as you know, Kushner doesn't have clearance. So Trump, in his CPAC speech, which was so gross, uh, <laughs> said he would leave it up to Kelly, but sort of hinted that Kelly had better let him stay because what an amazing job he's doing. Mm-hmm. So they will soon be at an impasse, uh, especially when the phone call uh, from Rosenstein came you know, to the White House that we learned about. Right. Kush can't get clearance, likely due to his financial ties with sanctioned Russians and China on the 666 property <laughs> and possibly others. But a time will come when either has to remove Jared or fire Kelly over oh. Kushner. Are you saying there's a possibility he owns something other than the 666? Kushner properties, I think they have a lot of buildings. Do you think he might own the 669? Uh, okay. Uh, All right. Hey. Okay. The neighbor of the beast. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, I think Kushner's going down. And um, let's see. He's 
probably not with Russian conspiracy to start with. Mm. Probably just money stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, money laundering, bank fraud, tax evasion, violating sanctions, things like that. Mm-hmm. Things like these Gates uh, and Manafort uh, things are. Exactly. Because I think he's kind of keeping these over here because he doesn't want to get too much into conspiracy and obstruction because he doesn't right. want to show anybody what he's got. Oh, he's so smart. Uh, I'm not sure Mueller won't release them in groups like that. He could mix it up. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, you guys, it's time for this week's Sabotage. Dudes. The, well, the Dem memo dropped. Yes. Yes. Oh, shit. Yes. Crazy. So that's... I haven't seen it yet. No? Yeah? Well, it's pretty much what we all thought it was going to (laughs) be. It picks apart the uh, Republican memo piece by piece. Okay. Uh, It basically says, uh, no, the judge did know uh, that the Steele dossier was gotten through political opposition research. Mm -hmm. Uh, The FISA warrants were not based solely on the Steele dossier. Mm -hmm. And then they listed all these other things they were based on. Right. They were saying the FBI would be remiss if they did not surveil Carter Page because he's such a fucking creepy dude. <laughs> you know what I love? If they, like, just took the letter of Nunez Membo and just, like, corrected the grammar and just sent it back. <laughs> like, how would I that? Like, this is our memo. Yeah. Or just send back one memo that just said, asterisk, you are. Right. Yeah, so this, I, I put this down as the sabotage because it is the, it's the last minute news. And mm-hmm. it occurred to me that maybe people didn't realize why I called this piece sabotage. Right. It was because this is news that comes out right before we record mm-hmm. and it could throw, you know, throw us for a loop, throw a, a wrench yeah, in, yeah. Our, in our plans because the, uh, there's, a, there's a theory that the etymology of the word sabotage is from uh, the uh, Industrial Revolution when workers threw their wooden shoes called sabots into the machines no way. To, to, you know, I like that. break them down. That's so cool. sabotage. Yeah. But actually, I think what it could also mean, and neither has been disproven, is that when you wear big, giant wooden shoes, you give yourself away walking into a room. Fair so enough, fair <laughs> enough, yes. You can't sneak around with those shoes. <laughs> and you then thus sabotage yourself. But I just like yelling, Saboteur! Yes, oh, that's very good. That's very good. I like your, I like your, uh, your inflection. It's very nice. <laughs> Saboteur! Sing, it's very sing-songy. Uh, the my original sabotage, which came out minutes before that, was that I found out that uh, Manafort has asset forfeiture clause in his fucking thing, in so, his indictment. Does that mean he gives up his assets? Yeah. Mueller is brutal. If Manafort is convicted, per the asset forfeiture clause in his indictment, he will have to hand over all of his real estate to the government. No. And if it's sold or burned down or otherwise diminished or outside the jurisdiction of the court, Mueller can take something else instead that he deems necessary. Wow. It's fucking insane, I'm you guys. Your dog. Correct <laughs> <laughs> me if I'm wrong, doesn't he doesn't Manafort also owe money to people still? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like he's in like dire straits financially yes. to begin mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. He's fucked. I doubt boy, right? I doubt the I doubt the information he gave Darapaska was worth eight million dollars. Let's start yeah. a GoFundMe for Manafort just to see how much because it might be like fourteen. You mean bucks. how much you can just indirectly give to people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just want to see comedically how much money people are willing to eight give. <laughs> Where's yeah. your empathy, America? How poor are these rich people? <laughs> They're in a lot of debt, dude. Jesus. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> All right, I'm we're gonna go. Shit, and I have like a couple hundred dollars in the bank. <laughs> I don't owe anyone shit. <laughs> All right, guys, we're gonna go on to questions. We had some good questions this week. Uh, I took a poll on Twitter about whether or not Manafort will flip. Sixty-three percent said yes. 
And 37% said no. Okay. What do you guys think? Oh, I think yes. You think so? Why would anyone give themselves up for Trump? I don't think even his son would. I don't think, I don't think it's about Trump. Okay. What, What are you thinking? I don't think he'll flip. I don't think I don't he will think he'll either. Flip either because I think there's people outside of our country that are invested in him keeping their secret. Exactly. Uh-huh. So like, uh, if yeah. he flips, he dies. Exactly. It's like a domino yeah. effect. You're thinking. No, I don't know if you know what happened to Yanukovych, or yeah. not Yanukovych, but uh, uh, the guy who was running with uh, Tamashenko. What happened? He was poisoned. Yes. By Putin. Oh, so they're afraid of Putin. They're afraid of Putin, not Trump. I, yes. I feel like I would that makes sense be less surprised to see him get poisoned than I would be to see him flip. That is yeah. so true. Yeah. Damn. So I think he won't flip because I think he would rather spend the rest of his life in a... In Alive a, in, a, in prison. In a, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. a white-collar prison. Mm-hmm. Well, in an American prison as opposed to whatever Russia has. Yeah. Uh-huh. Wow. And Yeah. I didn't think about that at all. Holy yeah, he shit. is so fucked. That's mm-hmm. sad, guys. Like that's mm-hmm. depressing as fuck. Yeah, and and he, I don't, I don't know. I don't think he'll flip. Yeah, he's beholden. You know what? I'm people. not depressed. Fuck that guy. I'm just <laughs> depressed for the fact that Putin has a hold on this, like more than we would like. I, I would just hope that out of all of this, something happens to him. Funny you bring that up because at Foprobot also just goes by F on Twitter mm-hmm. asked if Mueller can indict Putin. Oh, he oh, can. What? Which doesn't mean he'll. <laughs> he will. But... Doesn't mean he'll come and sit trial. Yeah, I was just, I was like, he can do it all he wants. I don't think he's gonna make a difference. He likes attention. But... He might show up. Well, I actually he rides in on a bear. I actually think he will indict Putin just because I think he'll tie up We're all the. We're putting him ends. on the fantasy indictment, like Putin officially. Yeah. Ooh, that's exciting. There we go. That's an exciting. Yeah. I mean, he's clearly broken some laws. You're right. You're right. He would have to have proof of it. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Barnes asked, what do you think the major reason is for Mueller to have talked to Vanderswan? Is it something that Gates said? Kevin and uh, Kevin and I also determined that uh, Maddow's mighty neck mm-hmm. uh, is what holds up her huge brain. So that's oh. all fine. <laughs> that, that's, um, that makes sense. Maddow, oh, I, are I knew. Are people shading her for having oh, no, 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 no. I know. That's so chill. <laughs> Last week, like, I was high and just, you'll listen to it. it was, yeah, but we love, yeah, we love Maddow here. We weren't shading, just kind of messing around. No, yeah. no, I was, I was just wondering if somebody had called her out for having a thick neck. But no, I called she her a, a lizard person. She has a thin, elegant neck. She oh. does. I, I'm like very sexually attracted to Rachel. I, I very, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm really into her neck and only her neck. Yeah, yeah. Really into the neck. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite part guy. my favorite part was when she was uh, uh, she was doing a story on who was it? Nancy Pelosi that stood up for seven hours and, and did yeah. her speech in Congress. Yeah. And she, she took off one of her Chuck Taylors or her Vans and she put it up on the desk with a ruler tape to the back of it to show what four inch heels looks like. What? <laughs> Respect. You're so props. adorable. I, love props. I know you're listening, Rachel. <laughs> uh, so he said, What do you think the major reason is Mueller for, to talk? Why, why does he want to talk to Vanderswan? It's because Vanderswan knows about that meeting. Mm-hmm. I think that either Gates uh, or Flynn or told mm-hmm. him about it. Uh, and so he brought him in to ask him, and he lied, and he goes, no, I got emails. And he's like, all right, I'll tell the truth, <laughs> but I'm not cooperating. Oh, and that's okay. why that went down. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lori Mallon, uh, it might be Malin, uh, and I had a discussion about how to say bye, Felicia, in Russian. <laughs> Please tell what me how. Well, let's see. Dosvidanya, uh, Felicia. Felis, like... Who did a soundbite of this? Yeah, it was it was pretty good. It's on my phone. Oh, all right. So how to say "bye, Felicia" in Russian? I have uh, "dasvidanya, Feliciav." Oh, uh, I have uh, 
there's there's a word called polka, uh, a felisnikov, and then uh, polka felisnitskaya. Polka felisnitskaya. That's by Felicia. That's nice. Russian. I like that. I like that the Russians have an equivalent to Felicia. Yeah, very inclusive. Of yeah. yeah, yeah. They very don't. 2018. <laughs> they only have like five or six names, and then variants of those five or six. <laughs> That's true. They all sound like super villains. Every single one. They do. Shout out to at Tim Hullian who said, quote, I listen to a lot of podcasts and this one is important to me as it's one of the few podcasts my wife and I discuss when we have time together. That's very sweet. But like you should also spend more time with your wife. Yeah, I think they have jobs that keep them apart. When I'm not keeping my wife locked up in the basement. We listen to Muller, she wrote. <laughs> Janelle Hampton at 5Hampton5 five five said, quote, you mentioned in episode 16 that there are three main areas of the investigation for Muller. What are they? Uh, obvi money laundering and tax evasion are one, but what are the others? And then she also said, you, uh, you mentioned five pillars in three areas. What are those? Mm. Uh, so within the money part, okay, so there's there's three areas of this investigation, and this is just what I've come up with in my head. This For is sure. how I keep things in order. Uh, this is not official. Right. Um, I have the uh, the money, mm-hmm. then I have obstruction, mm-hmm. and then I have conspiracy. Yes. Those are the big three. And in the money part, uh, which is one of the three areas, there's five subsets, and that inclu- includes... A pay-for-play, like the mysterious withdrawals of money from shell companies by Russia. Mm-hmm. So that's payments, back right, and forth, right. quid pro quo. That's one. Tax evasion mm-hmm. and fraud. Uh, money laundering, bank fraud, and FARA violations. So those are the five yeah. uh, parts of the one of the three pillars right. of the investigation. I love this. In my head. This is, you can make a curriculum, like a textbook, a whole chapter, maybe, like... Maybe not a whole textbook. <laughs> a nice chapter on this. You uh, you could after this whole thing is over. You're right. So quick question. Yeah. Uh, they, hey, it was that was mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. So quick question. Um, if you if somebody gets money from the Russians uh, for something in this like in this uh, conspiracy. Yeah. Yeah. That's illegal money, right? Yeah, that's called so an in kind campaign donation from a foreign national, and it's illegal. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. So if they use that money to do something like use it in their real estate business or something mm-hmm. like that, that's technically funding business with illegal makes. Can't you do a RICO Act and go for racketeering? Mm-hmm. Well, if you if they if they're funding the campaign, that's an in kind donation okay. in any way. Uh, if they're funding uh, real estate from uh, illegally gotten money through r- money laundering, then yes, you're going to yeah. go RICO. Uh, so we've got 18 different ways that these people can be prosecuted. Yeah. Are they, but are they, are they going for racketeering? They might if they have to. They, okay. I haven't yeah, yeah. heard. Because I know you don't want to add on stuff you can't prove because then mm-hmm. something will... They probably have like backup plans upon backup plans. Well, yeah, because you've also got to realize that... that m- Mueller is leaving some of these charges for Attorney General Schneiderman in New York uh, so that he can prosecute these estate crimes in case Donnie decides to pardon anybody. Right. So he might be saving some of these other, like Rico and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, for real estate in New York, like maybe Kushner's 666 building, for for his stuff. Because he, he, you know, I know that they've been working in parallel to decide what they're going to do. And and honestly, you guys, I... I sound like I know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but there is, I am, I am 
a, a, a tiny speck of dust in a sea of information so of, of what I have. What we do not know is immense. Mm-hmm. And I want to make that clear that I don't know shit. <laughs> okay? Well, I report I'll vouch on, for you. You know quite a bit. Thanks, man. <laughs> but I feel you. I report on what I know yeah. at, at what's publicly available. I will make conjecture. You read a lot. I'll dude. make... Thank yeah. you. I'll make a... <laughs> Sorry. She does. She Damn, does. have you even heard of TV? <laughs> uh, I, uh... <laughs> That's a Jim Gaffigan bit that I I didn't even know. I just liked it. (laughs) You know what's great about television? No reading. Um, Subtitles. (laughs) So I I just want to make it clear that, you know, I know these little bits of things that are publicly available. I try to put them all together into one uh, delicious show. And then I will make theories based on these things and try to connect my own dots. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) Delicious something burger. I love Um, it. (laughs) Deborah Fineros, at Deborah Fineros on Twitter, asked if the 13 Russian nationalists, uh, can they be sanctioned? Will they be sanctioned or will they have their assets seized? Uh, Regarding forfeiture of assets, yes. In in this indictment, just like in Manafort's indictment, Mueller says if the Russians are convicted, the U.S. will seize any assets obtained uh, using proceeds from the crimes. And if they can't because the assets have been sold or can't be found or outside the jurisdiction of the court have been diminished or commingled with any other property that can't be divided, Mm -hmm. the court can seize any other property of the defendant. Uh, As far as being sanctioned, uh, I'm. Uh, I don't think so. I think sanctioned is uh, a, f- a function of the executive branch, right. president, treasury, uh, department of treasury, etc. So I, I would maybe think that if you know the DOJ uh, sent this over to the treasury department and said uh, you got to automatically sanction these guys because they've been indicted in a United States federal court, I don't right. know what the how that works. Mm-hmm. Uh, but either way, likely nothing's going to happen to any of these Russians except they're not going to be able to show their faces anywhere because right. if they do they're going to get extradited and we're just have to telling the story we want people that just know what happened right? that That's was the a, whole point they call it a talking indictment yeah oh uh let's see anyway uh, I guess that's the last question. Wow. Okay. Dang. Yeah, yeah, nice. Thanks, Deborah Fineros. Did I get everyone? Yeah, I got everybody. Wow. Thank you all so much for engaging with yes. us on social media. Keep the questions coming. Uh, we do love them. All right, you guys. Any any last thoughts here before we wrap it up? Can't wait for next week. Yes. It's Huge. just going to start. It's just going to go nuts. I know. You guys make my commute so much more manageable. Aww. Thank you. <laughs> hey, cult podcast. Yes. Check I'm it out, guys. going to yes. check out all the cult yes. podcasts. Science faction. <laughs> Cult yeah. podcast, yes, and yes. and and of course Mueller Shiro, uh, all are Podbean. We're all sisters. That's sister right, podcast. yeah. Or you know, brother podcast, or yeah. cis, <laughs> cis podcast. Maybe I don't know. There you go. Cisgendered podcast. Yes, cisgender, gender fluid, podcast. non-binary podcast. <laughs> Unless you look at the coding, then it's very binary. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah, what do coders do about being non-binary? Ooh, which bathroom do they use? <laughs> Sorry. A bottle. A Mountain Dew bottle. It's, it's the virtual <laughs> zero, bathroom. Zero, one, zero, zero, one. Yeah. Uh, zero, zero, or zero, one. Uh, zero, one, please. Uh-huh. Anyway, you guys, I've been AG. I've been Jordan Coburn. I'm Jaleesa Johnson. Thanks for listening to Muller She Wrote. Muller She Wrote is produced and engineered by AG, with editing and mixing by Jaleesa Johnson. Our digital media director and subscriber manager is Jordan Coburn. Fact-checking and research by AG with support from Jaleesa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. Our website, design, and creative is by Joelle Reeder with Moxie Design Studios. And our website is MullerSheWrote.com.
Season four of How We Win is here. For the past four years, we've been making history in critical elections all over the country. And last year, we made history again by expanding our majority in the Senate, beating election-denying Republicans in crucial state house races, and fighting back a non-existent red wave. But the MAGA Republicans who plotted and pardoned the attempted overthrow of our government now control the House, thanks to gerrymandered maps and repressive anti-voter laws. And the chaotic spectacle we've already seen shows us just how far they will go to seize power, dismantle our government, and take away our freedoms. So the official podcast of The Persistence is back with season four. There's so much more important work ahead of us to fight for equity, justice, and our very democracy itself. We'll take you behind the lines and inside the rooms where it happens with strategy and inspiration from progressive changemakers all over the country. And we'll dig deep into the weekly news that matters most and what you can do about it with messaging and communications expert, co-founder of Way to Win, and our new co-host, Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. So join Steve and I every Wednesday for your weekly dose of inspiration, action, and hope. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. And this this is is How We Win. M-S-W Media. Hi, this is John Cryer, and I am hosting a new seven-part true crime podcast called Lawyers, Guns, and Money that'll challenge everything you think you know about U.S. covert operations and presidential misconduct. From Jack Bryan, the director of American PSYOP, comes the incredible true story of John Mattis, a newly sworn-in Miami public defender in the 1980s who has found himself completely in over his head. I step off the plane, and there is a van with a couple guys with Uzis. And one of them in broken English said, Welcome to Bogota, John. Mattis's first felony defendant has been arrested for having a machine gun and tells Mattis a dangerous secret. He was shipping arms into Central America on behalf of the CIA. As a first-time lawyer, I want to act like I know what I'm doing. But with the help of a Colombian drug smuggler... How much money the CIA raised by hitting up drug dealers? A lot of money, millions of dollars. An Alabama mercenary... They were prepared to die to the last man. I saw this in them. I saw the fire in their eyes. And they made me their war chief. And a newly elected senator, John Kerry. We are looking at allegations of drug running, gun smuggling, conspiracy to commit murder and murder itself. He'll fight to free his client. The judge said, show me in a courtroom how we were at war. Expose an illegal war being run by the White House. I mean, I wanted him involved, but I didn't want to be on record as doing it. And somehow stay alive in the process. I just escaped a kidnapping by the CIA in Costa Rica. This is Lawyers, Guns, and Money. So you have a man in Armani suit standing on the bow of a boat with a rocket launcher and says, if I lose sight of you, I will launch. You will be vaporized. Available everywhere starting October 29th. Or get it ad-free and early starting October 22nd at lawyersgunsandmoney.supercast.com. There you'll find bonus episodes along with exclusive content. 
Subscribe now.